Welcome to the Family Alpha Podcast, a place where men, families, and the truth have a voice. The information shared on this podcast is meant to be applied. Now, here is your host, Zach Small, founder of thefamilyalpha.com and co-founder of thefraternityofexcellence.com. Let's get to work. Welcome to another episode on the Family Alpha Podcast. I'm your host, Zachary Small. Now, when I run these podcasts, at the very end, I usually throw it out there that if you have a question or if there's something you want covered, you know, blast me a DM and I'll answer it. Well, I received one and I felt that the question was good enough, I guess, (laughs) was worthy enough of a discussion that I'm actually turning into its own podcast episode. So I received a DM and it said, Zach, my son wants to play baseball next year. So if COVID allows us to start a little league season and he signs up, how can I be the best coach for him as possible? I thought this was an awesome question because coaching my son's little league team is one of the coolest things that him and I is kind of our thing together. We've won multiple championships. In 2019, we won three championships. In 2020, I won zero with him because I didn't get to coach last year. Thank you, COVID. But prior to COVID, yes, I coached my son from coach pitch all the way until now he does AU. He's in the majors. He does his thing. He's a good ball player. You know, he's made a name for himself and he's just striving to to raise the bar year after year. With that, it's important to note, I was a good coach. And I say that objectively. I, I've been told by parents, you know, they want them on the team. I've been told by friends, like when I'm out there, the, the kids really listen and they respond. And it's one of those things, I'm not saying that to flex, I'm kind of setting up the stage for this. You know, I was a good coach. I've never played a single baseball game in my life. Not one. Not not Little League. I'm not saying I didn't play in high school. I'm saying I've literally in my life never played a single game of sanctioned baseball. The closest was a few games of pickup, and we'd normally just do home run derby, not an actual game. I was a football kid. I played soccer until third grade, and from third grade to graduating high school, I played football. Loved it, knew everything about it, really enjoyed it, good times in my life. But my son was born with like a freaking bat and a ball in his hand. From the Before he could walk, before he could even crawl, he could swing a bat and he could make contact with something in the air. It's ridiculous. And since then, nothing's changed. I've replaced many windows in my home. We've had many, many balls flying around. Everybody in the family has been hit by something that's been flying through the air. That's just the name of the game for him. So we knew it was going to be baseball. And it's one of those things, too, where, you know, you always think your kid is going to do a thing. You know, we thought, all right, he's going to be good at baseball because he can throw and he can hit. But until he's on the field, you don't know. Well, he went on the field, he, again, did very well. And I linked up with another man whose son was squared away, a solid ball player. And we sort of just tag teamed it and went the distance. So for years, we coached together. Again, we won more than we lost. And it was a good thing. But how do you become a good youth sports coach? That's the question. And here's the answer. You know, Here's three, three real big things to ping on. First is you have to give it your all. You, If you're going to coach these kids, you have to commit everything you have to coaching these kids. It's not just Little League baseball or football or, or whatever you're using. I'm going to keep using the example of baseball because that's near to me and, and for this question. But this goes to tennis, this goes to soccer, football, anything. Your youth sports, your child, the team they're on, if you're going to do this, go all in. One of the things that the other coach and I would do is we would give, uh, you know, these other coaches were kind, they were listening, like we were strict. We had rules, we had standards, we had we had uh, consequences. 
We focused. We had drills that we made up. We would pull in cones. We would pull in ladders. We would bring weighted balls. You know, we wouldn't wait for just what the league would provide us with. And most leagues are strapped for cash. So they're not going to be giving you that much anyway. So we would buy our own stuff, bring our own stuff, and we would just run drills. We made these kids feel like they played for the Red Sox. We had sessions that were that went hours and hours long. You know, we would get kicked off fields because we were always fighting to get onto other fields. You know, most coaches will fight to get away from practice because they don't want to deal with it. We would fight for practice. If we found out somebody else canceled that day, we're texting all the parents. Hey, we're going to have practice tonight. You know, no days off. Let's go. And the kids loved it. And you know what? It was probably annoying for the parents, but I think they loved it too. And we're going to get to parents in a little bit. But first point to being a good youth sports coach is that you are doing this for the kids. You're not doing this for you to relive your glory days. I, for damn sure, (laughs) wasn't reliving my glory days because I'm not that big of a baseball fan. I'm a huge fan of my son playing baseball. You know, when he's up to bat, my heart's pounding when he pitches. I like it's nuts. I'm like, man, just do well, do well. Like you want them to do so well, but he's out there in the middle of the field by himself. Throw the strike or throw the ball. It's up to you. So it's really cool. And I'm a big fan of watching him do that, but I could care less about baseball. It's America's game. It's a good pastime, but honestly, it's just not my thing. I'd rather be doing anything else than sitting and watching TV for hours. But when it comes to these kids, I give it my all. And you should too. You should honestly step back and ask yourself, are you taking this coaching position because you want to be telling these kids what to do? Are you taking this coaching position because you want to relive your glory days where you were the stud in high school and when you were 11 years old, you were super awesome? You know, or do you want to coach these kids because you know you're going to give them absolutely everything that you have and that's what they deserve? Because if it's anything except for that option, don't do it. This isn't about you at all. It's not about you getting the pats in the back. Good job, coach. It's not about you being on the field. It's a, It's not about you just being there with your kid. That's a great thing. Obviously, you're going to be coaching your child. Why else would you be coaching? But if you're out there with your kid, it's not about your kid. It's about all the kids. In that moment, all those children are your children. All those kids in that team, you are responsible for. You've got to lead them. They have their parents, but on that field, you are the coach of the team. You are the one steering that ship you know, for success or failure. And that brings it to the second point. If you're going to coach, winning matters. No matter how much the world wants to tell you that it, it, it doesn't matter who wins or loses, it doesn't matter if they'd say, oh, we don't keep score, those kids keep score. I guarantee you that. Those kids are keeping score, they know who won, they know who lost, and if any adult tries to tell them, well, everybody won, they're going to be learning that it doesn't matter if I try, if I'm going to get a trophy either way. That's not a life lesson you want instilled in these kids. You want them to strive for success, because in life, there are consequences. Losers don't get anything. Winners, it pays to be a winner, because when you win, you get. When you win, you succeed, you go forward, you thrive, you earn things that the losers don't get. By putting in the reps and working hard, you get something that the losers don't get. And they are losers because they lost the game. I've been on winning teams. I've been on losing teams. I've been personally myself. I was on an undefeated team that lost in the Super Bowl. Like imagine that. Imagine, you know, whatever year the Patriots did that. I was on a team like that for myself. It sucked. You know, you did all that work and guess what? You tripped at the finish line. That's a life lesson I learned. See it all the way through. Foot in the gas until it's all done. These kids get the same thing. But when coaches are like, well, it doesn't matter who wins or loses. Well, then what's the incentive there? Why why are you competing? Why are you a coach? Now, you can learn a lot more lessons through those losses. 
but that's after you strive to win. If you don't put that mindset in them that we are here to win these games, you're not going to get the best of them. And you've got to teach these kids lessons that are going to transcend that baseball field. You've got to teach them things that go beyond, you know, the diamond or the field of play for football again or the court, whatever it is, wherever it is you're coaching, whatever sport. You've got to teach them life lessons there. You have such an opportunity that's such a rare moment to have an impact on a child's life. You know, teachers have it. Parents obviously have it. But outside of that, it's just coaches. Rarely are there other mentors in a child's life. So there you are in that position. Teach them winning is good. Fighting for something is good. Striving to get after it is good. But you don't strive to win at the expense of everything else. You do so with integrity, with honor. You do so with an intent of making yourself better and not trying to make somebody else worse. The aim isn't to rise up by pushing others down. The aim is to rise up by putting in the work and just simply exceeding all expectations and exceeding what others are capable of doing. You can get to where others can't because you're doing what others won't. Those extra practices, eating right, exercising, doing your stretches, you know, all the extra drills that you run, the extra days, the extra reps at practice that you put in, you know, when practice ends, that makes champions. And that's what works. And the last part of this, and these are in no particular order. These are all priority number one. If you're going to be a youth sports coach, you need to get the parents involved. Just like it's as as important that you get those kids there, you need the parents on your team. You need the parents to be involved. You need the parents to have a a vested interest in the success of this this team. Well, ways I've done that, I'll, I'll share, and maybe you can take that and run with it and copy it on your own. One of the ways is immediately... We had a team identity and team spirit. You know, we came together. We had our, our we try, we always try to get black. So we'd have these black shirts. And I would tell the parents, like, make sure you wear black. Everybody's wearing black because we're one team. We're at this together. And then when all the parents would show up, I was always talking to them. So the other coach would get the, the kids warmed up and I'd walk around to the parents. Let's go. Let's get pumped. This is awesome. It was the World Series every single game. I would, I would go over. I, I knew the grandmothers. I knew the grandfathers. I started meeting aunts and uncles, cousins, nephews, uncle, like... <laughs> It was crazy the people I was talking to, and I loved it because they were all a part of it. And each game, more and more people would show up. And it was to the point where we would go to away games, and we'd have more people than that home team. More people would take time out of their day because they knew they were going to see something fun. They weren't going to see a coach saying, all right, it's okay, little Timmy, if you lose or win. No, they were going to see a coach saying, let's go, show them what you got, go out there, put on a show, make your parents proud, let's go crush it. If we won, they would cheer. If we lost, they would walk out with their heads high. But those parents, again, you have to win them over. They're the ones that drive the kid to the game. They're the ones that drive the kids to the practice. They're the ones who decide whether they're going to complain about the the tempo that you're setting or support the tempo that you set. A lot of the parents cheerleaded what we were doing. They're like, yeah, get the extra reps. Teach these kids. Instill that discipline. Teach them grit. They loved it because there aren't many people out there doing it. You could be the person who does that for you guys. A few other things we did, we bought a fucking flag. (laughs) So my youth sports team had a flag. We had a custom flag made. And during a few games, we would have one of the kids run the field before the game with the flag flying behind him. Looking at it now, it's pretty ridiculous. But I would definitely do it again. It was awesome. And our kids were so pumped. And again, the families were cheering. The kids running with the flag in the air. It was hardcore. We had team bracelets. So everybody would wear, they'd rock their bracelet. It was badass. You know, and all the parents, they loved it. And after, you know, transparency is key. So after the games and actually even before games during practices, 
I would send very lengthy emails. I'm talking like five to 10 paragraph emails telling the parents why we're doing what we're doing, what drills they can do at home, why certain kids play certain positions, why we we pitch certain kids or we bat certain kids in a certain order, who they can talk to if they want to see, you know, why isn't my kid playing this position versus that? You know, how can I help them get better? I would explain all of that. And then week after week, I would share emails saying, well, this kid did this thing, you know, or that kid did that. And you may not have noticed it, but this kid's improving a lot here. And I would show all the parents how all of these kids were improving. And I would say the things they didn't see. Everybody sees the big hit or everybody sees the kid pitch a no hitter. That's easy. You know what you don't see? That one kid who's finally being aggressive and attacking the ball instead of hiding from it. That one kid who stays in the batter's box and swings instead of always taking pitches or watching them or jumping out of the batter's box because he's afraid to get hit. Those little things, they don't really notice, but I see them. And as a coach, you need to share that. You need to show that, hey, parents, be proud of your child. They are improving. They're getting better. If you can do those three things, you're going to be a champ. You know, get the kids on the same page. Come up with some drills. You know, I can't give you drills that I would do because A, I'm still coaching. I'm not going to share my secrets. But B, it's so sports specific and it's talent specific that you kind of cater it to your team. If you don't have a kid who can throw on a football team, you got to have a lot of running plays, right? So come up with a bunch of trick running plays, you know, for the same thing with baseball, tennis, everything. You got to cater it to the individual. But the main thing is that you're giving these kids all it is that you have to give as a man, that you are putting a winner's mindset into their souls, lighting that competitive fire, and that you make the parents a part of the progress. You, you make them a part of that growth of the team, that process, that identity. The parents are a part of it. If you can do all of that, you're going to have a great year. Your kid's going to have a good time. Make it a lot of fun. And again, make it like it's the, these kids are playing for the Red Sox. Make it bigger than it is. You know, Give them a good time. Give them good memories. Do all of that and the memories that you make with your child, being able to be on the field and watch them succeed, it's, it's a wonderful thing. It's moments I'll cherish for the rest of my life. You know, and if I never coach my son another day, I have great memories. We've got trophies in the wall. We've got the pictures together. He knows that his dad was all in on helping him get to where he wanted to go. It was never about me. I don't like baseball. <laughs> it was all about him, and it was cool that I got to support him in that. So the same could be done for you. So go out, make it so. And again, if you guys have any questions or want me to go any deeper on any of this, feel free to reach out or drop a comment in the threads below. This has been another episode on the Family Alpha Podcast. Thanks for listening. You can join our private men's only community at thefraternityofexcellence.com. And don't forget to find Zach on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at ZachSmall underscore.